0: The prayer not to pray, David W. Palmer. 1 John 5 16 17 NKJV. If anyone sees his brother sinning a sin which does not lead to death, he will ask, and he will give him life for those who commit sin not leading to death. There is sin leading to death. I do not say that he should pray about that. All unrighteousness is sin, and there is sin not leading to death. The amazing apostle John, the apostle of love, speaks here of two categories of sin. One leads to death but the other does not. He says that we pray for the person whose sin does not lead to death, but that we should not pray for those whose sin does. We need to know exactly what this means, so we don't run into the problem of praying against what God wants. This would not only be a waste of time, but it could affect our relationship with Father and sadden and the Holy Spirit. What's more, we could end up thinking we are praying in the name of Jesus, and even saying, in the name of Jesus at the end of our prayer, when in fact we are not. So, what are these two categories of sin, and how do we identify them, and, importantly, how do we know who we should be praying for and for whom we should stop praying, and when. As this is such an important issue, let's read this passage again from a different translation. 1 John 516 16 17 tpt. If anyone observes a fellow believer habitually sinning in a way that doesn't lead to death, you should keep interceding in prayer that God will give that person life. Now, there is a sin that leads to death, and I'm not encouraging you to pray for those who commit it. 17. All unrighteousness is sin, but there is sin that does not result in death. Throughout his epistle, John spells out the truth about sin and the life or death connected with it. 1 John 2 22 23 NKJV Who is a liar but he who denies that Jesus is the Christ? He is Antichrist who denies the Father and the Son. 23. Whoever denies the Son does not have the Father either. He who acknowledges the Son has the Father also. 1 John 5:12 NKJV He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. So, the person whose sin leads to death has to be the person who either has not known Jesus, or the one who has renounced Him out of their lives. It may seem harsh to write off someone, especially when it's someone we know and have loved, and to stop praying for them. I know that the Holy Spirit has led me along this line, a couple of times over the past forty years, it seemed like giving up on the person, or somehow judging them, but it was definitely the Holy Spirit, thankfully, we have some examples in scripture of people whose sin led to death, and of people for whom Paul stopped interceding, Acts 5:15 5 NLT, but there was a certain man named Ananias who, with his wife, Sapphira, sold some property, Two, he brought part of the money to the apostles, claiming it was the full amount. With his wife's consent, he kept the rest. Three, then Peter said, Ananias, why have you let Satan fill your heart? You lied to the Holy Spirit, and you kept some of the money for yourself. Four, the property was yours to sell or not sell, as you wished. And after selling it, the money was also yours to give away. How could you do a thing like this? You weren't lying to us but to God. 5. As soon as Ananias heard these words, he fell to the floor and died. Everyone who heard about it was terrified. Note. God is not mentioned in this passage as killing this man. Ananias allowed Satan to fill his heart. Satan is a killer. It seems obvious that allowing a deceptive, thieving killer to fill your heart and control your life would lead to death. This man's sin clearly led to his death. He lied to the Holy Spirit. This meant that he wasn't living by the truth in his heart. In other words. He wasn't following Jesus as his king. John eighteen thirty seven NKJV Pilate therefore said to him, Are you a king then? Jesus answered, You say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born, and for this cause I have come into the world, that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Ananias' sin was in the category that led to death. He didn't speak the truth in his heart, where the Holy Spirit should have been in control. See, Psalm 15. 2 Cor 3:17. So he didn't have Jesus as his Lord and King. Jesus is both life and truth. By cutting himself off from truth, Ananias cut himself off from life. He died as a result. This is a good illustration of what John is speaking of in his epistle. Paul has another illustration of this. 2 Timothy 4 14, 15 ESV. Alexander the coppersmith did me great harm. The Lord will repay him according to his deeds. 15. Aware of him yourself. Fully strongly opposed our message. 1 Timothy 1 19, 20 NLT Cling to your faith in Christ, and keep your conscience clear. For some people have deliberately violated their consciences. As a result, their faith has been shipwrecked. 20. Hymenarius and Alexander are two examples. I threw them out and handed them over to Satan, so they might learn not to blaspheme God. The Apostle Paul discerned that Alexander was an enemy of the gospel. He says that Hymenarius and Alexander violated their consciences and shipwrecked their own faith. Obviously, going against the truth in your own heart is very serious. This led to Paul excommunicating them and handing them over to Satan. At that point, he wouldn't be praying for them to continue in God's blessing of life and protection. He left them to Satan. This sounds very harsh, but Paul's objective is clear. So they might learn not to blaspheme God. If Paul wanted them to learn, then there was still hope for them. In truth, learning the harsh reality of Satan and his horrifying ways now, and then repenting while still on earth, is far better than continuing along blissfully, carried on the prayers of those who ask for life for you, only to end in hell for eternity. So, we must obey what the Holy Spirit said through John. Don't pray to God, and ask him to give life to a person for whom it would be more loving to stop praying, even to the point of handing them over to Satan for the destruction of their flesh so they may learn before it is too late for them, eternally. Here is another example of scriptures that speak along this line. 1 Corinthians 5:35 5, 5 NLT Even though I am not with you in person, I am with you in the Spirit, and as though I were there, I have already passed judgment on this man. For, in the name of the Lord Jesus, you must call a meeting of the Church. I will be present with you in Spirit, and so will the power of our Lord Jesus. 5 Then you must throw this man out and hand him over to Satan, so that his sinful nature will be destroyed, and he himself will be saved on the day the Lord returns. Today, we first have to ensure that we are not the ones who sin this disastrous sin. So, let's love each other, as Jesus commanded us, and let's always confess that our Lord Jesus is the Son of God, and stay with him as Lord in our hearts. These are evidences of the truly born-again person and of genuinely having Jesus as Lord. 1 John 4 20 21 NKJV, if someone says, I love God, and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? 21, and this commandment we have from him, that he who loves God must love his brother also. 1 John 5 1 2 NKJV, whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone who loves him who begot also loves him who is begotten of him. Two. By this we know that we love the children of God. When we love God and keep His commandments, with our full love and focus on Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and Father, let's always pray for people who sin or who backslide, but let's be sensitive at the same time to the Holy Spirit telling us to stop praying for them. If that's what He sees as the most loving approach, it may ultimately be the only way to keep them out of hell. But, despite our loving intentions to help people and intercede for them. Let's never forget that some people do light the Holy Spirit. Blaspheme Him. Renounce Christ. Or defect fully to the world, its system, and its God, Satan. If they were a believer and chose to renounce Christ, perhaps today's message is to stop praying for them and leave them to God. Hebrews 646 NKJV For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened, and have tasted the heavenly gift, and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit. 5 and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come. 6. If they fall away, to renew them again to repentance, since they crucify again for themselves the Son of God, and put Him to an open shame. Praise the Lord. We don't have to make these assessments and judgments on our own. The Holy Spirit will guide us in this. But, at the same time, let's remain vigilant and astute. We simply cannot afford to be deceived into wasting our time. Love, best intentions, and prayers on someone the Lord has said to stop supporting it this way, propping them up anymore would not be in their best interest. 1 John 3 7 9 NKJV Little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. 8. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. 9. Whoever has been born of God does not sin, for his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin, because he has been born of God.